What's up, everyone? It's State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. Uh, it's me, Benjamin Klong. We've also got Alex Zahori, Matthias Brimmer, Zachary Reinhardt, and Ricky Reynolds. As we tape this, it is Thursday, March 5th. Is it the 5th? It's the yes, 5th, March baby. 5th. It's March 5th, baby. Um, so there was an election that happened a couple days ago. Uh, four, 14 of them? 15? 15 elections, right? Yeah. We, we yeah. include uh, uh, American Samoa and Democrats Abroad. I believe it's 16 if you include both of those, actually. Oh, okay. Like 14, cool. including the two. Well, um, as I'm sure you guys know, um, shit just got really real. Just got really fucking real. Um, some of us, I won't, I won't name names, but some of us thought that we had this in the bag, you know? Uh, no, I deserve this. <laughs> I, 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 I did. I voluntarily went into the shame gulag and then I broke out to re- uh, record this podcast. We, so, we put him in the shame gulag with Jody Foster. Yeah. So I, you know, I, it was pretty cold in there, but I had a lot of time to think about what happened. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of us had like predicted, you know, that, uh, you know, the establishment was basically going to, it was Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Everybody just kind of like came out and just, uh, you know, did the thing that they had to do. Beto, uh, P, Amy. And I had said, like, you know, you know, back, back before, a little while ago, that if they all dropped out, like, at the same time, you know, it would be bad for Bernie. Yes. Uh, the, I mean, to our credit, it didn't happen until after, after we've, recorded our last episode it was like the day after that all of the all of the centrists uh dropped out to form a joe biden voltron so great Um, news folks you can still continue to come here for correct takes (laughs) because we couldn't have been right at that point Mm -hmm. thank you how could we have known we could we could not have known well i mean honestly we probably should have we probably should have expected something Mm -hmm. like this Well, well you know this is paralleling another situation that i'm thinking about right now so, so just to recap what happened on Super Tuesday, uh, uh, Vice President Biden won every single state except for four, which were Vermont, Utah, Colorado, and California. Shout out to Utah. Shout out to Utah. Thank you, Mormons. I used to live there, so it was oh, me. Oh, yeah. I oh, did that. Well, thank you, Matthias. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you for your service. Yeah. Um, thank you, Brandon, for being a Mormon. <laughs> now you're listening. <laughs> so I, I guess let's let's just be real here. Uh, we we took a we took a good hit. We it took was a, a shellacking. It yeah, fucking hurt. It it hurt. It was, um, did not feel feels bad, man. Feels yeah. bad. Um, it. I mean. Look, look, we, we got punched in the gut pretty, pretty bad, but this thing is, it's very fucking far from over. Yeah. I mean, the silver linings out of the deal are, I mean, for me, there's two and, and one of them's maybe less silver than this, uh, shiny than the other. But, um, one of them is that, you know, we're, we're basically in a, a delegate dead heat. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. pretty much, uh, you know, it's going to be Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders from here on forth and. Uh, I mean, that's a good fight to have, especially being equal. We were definitely, we were much, much, much farther behind, uh, than this last Super Tuesday. The last Super Tuesday that we had, we, uh, we would have loved to have been this close to Hillary Clinton afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some things that we need to do. And the other silver, oh, the other silver lining is, um, of those 16 contests, Bernie Sanders won independence in 13 of them. 
Uh, I think that's a, a statistic that uh, every Bernie supporter should be um, telling everyone about because the reality is, is these these primaries they're they're uh, you know less than perfect, and one of the ways they're less than perfect is they don't less they don't always allow for independents to uh, get involved. A lot of them are you know closed primaries, so you have to be a Democrat and. Uh, the reality is, is there are a lot, a lot of independents, um, who even in open primary states, uh, just don't really, you know, participate in democratic primaries and the numbers that they do in the general. Um, and this was a problem that we suffered last time with Hillary Clinton. Um, Bernie Sanders was a stronger candidate amongst independents, uh, and that was taken for granted. And <clears throat> Hillary Clinton was, uh, kind of coronated more or less. And it was really, it was really sad because the, the voters that she had are vote blue no matter who voters. And that's currently who Biden has is vote blue no matter who voters. Um, we do need to win some of those people over. Uh, but in the general election, those people are going to show up and the people that we need to show up just got extremely demoralized. Mm. Um, so I think we need to, I mean, I'll be honest. I was very, uh, down, um, these last couple of days, but going to, we had a Bernie event here in Lansing and, uh, going to an event like that, being around people that are fighting we for the a same really thing. Good turnout. Uh, yeah, really good turnout. Um, being at something like that, uh, is a good way to restore hope. And it's honestly the only way we're going to fucking win this thing. So yeah. go to your local Bernie events, get connected with the people. Let's go do the work and let's fucking buckle down and win this thing. I, I was talking to Matthias, uh, last night about how it really, fe- it really felt like based on like, what I was seeing people post online, it felt like a, there were a lot of people who are on our side who didn't, who up until last night or up until Tuesday night did not fully grasp the scale of the fight that mm-hmm. we're in right now. Yeah. Um, Cause like, it's been fun. It's really yeah. been fun up yeah. until Tuesday. Uh huh. I mean, we were, we were crushing it pretty well for like a good month yeah. and then South Carolina happened. And then all those fucking endorsements came through, uh, you know, Monday night and it got really fucking real for a lot of people. I think, Mm -hmm. um, it's worth dwelling for a minute that all these people are depressed and grieving over tying, right? Like any other point in my life, especially when like, I never really particularly liked my candidate, you know, it's like March and we're tied. I'm like, well, like let's ride this. Right. But there's. This is different because we're up against worse, I guess. But also, we don't like not having fun, I think. So we're all yeah. really fucking depressed when we're not winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's tough. It's it's tough to imagine, right? Like, kind of what uh, had to have happened, like, for everything to go down the way it did, right? And, you know, that's kind of why, you know, it was kind of, like, such a hard blow. Because, you know, for a long time, it, it did kind of look like... You know, the polls had it, and the polls have been very accurate. The polls had it like Bernie was going to win a lot of these states. And then, you know, just you had just an overwhelming amount of voters who had, like, decided in the last 72 hours before the polls are uh, closed. And, you know, like, that's a big deal. But that also means, you know, that that support is soft. And, like, these people, mm-hmm. like, you know, can be convinced. Yeah. And, and I just... It, it, it's it's going to be like a it, it's going to be a long long haul, but like it, I do think that you know it it it, it you got to give like Obama credit. Like we kind of thought that this couldn't happen. Like the the establishment could like coalesce like everything. Like the the Republicans couldn't do it in 2016, and this shows that like you know as much as like the Republicans are really good at like. 
uh, the re- the Republicans are really good at you know g- the structural stuff like gerrymandering and mm. state courts and the federal courts shutting and, down polling places. Yep. Yeah, like Senate, uh, the Senate. Basically, they're really they have the structural shit down, but they cannot control their base, and that's why we have Trump. The Democrats can control their base. The Democrat, especially primary voters, Democratic voters in general aren't as bad. Democratic primary voters are like scared little shits. Just, I'm sorry, in general, most of these people in the suburbs, I'm talking about them mostly. Uh, Like these people, like these retail politic motherfuckers who like, you know, were first with uh, Elizabeth Warren, then went to fucking Pete, then went to fucking Amy Klobuchar, then went to fucking Biden. Like it's fucking like it shows that like these people just like don't really give a shit about anything. They just like want to beat Trump and they hate Bernie Sanders. I do like one fucking thing that is kind of bad. Um, They're like, you know, there's this. like a uh, polling professor or she's not she's like a polling expert i think she's a professor somewhere rachel bitcoffer she's like does a bunch of research like on polling and basically what she's her thesis is is that we're like an age of polarization and that people do not really make votes for people anymore they make them against people and if that's the case like there you know there is going to be like an anti bernie vote that's going to be tough to go against like, and you know, like a lot of people are saying like that it's really bad that, you know, we're attacking the establishment, but like, it's not just the whole establishment. It, that's like why we have to do this because it has to be a, it has to be like where you, people are voting against the establishment or else we're not going to be able to win. Like Bernie does understand that. I think that that's like been like for the past week, we've heard like the media like complain about that, but I really do think that that's like that's really got to be like the message like we're going up against the fossil fuel industry we're going up against the health insurance industry and i think that is going to be a powerful motivator but like you know people in north carolina who voted for joe biden thought that you know he supported medicare for all so something is not like connecting and we got to figure that out um well sorry i had a lot to say oh that's fine man (laughs) I mean, there in the last couple of days, there've been there's been a lot of talk about um, Sanders' failure to bring out the youth mm-hmm. vote. Um, I think it were, there were a lot of states, uh, including I think Vermont, where like Gen Z people uh, did not show the fuck up. Get off of TikTok. I mean, I would be feel more comfortable if I was in Vermont, right? Yeah. I was, but also maybe the maybe the Zoomers in Vermont don't like Bernie Sanders. Maybe that, they're like sick of the Bernie case. Sanders. Well, I mean, well, I have an idea for how they could get rid of him as a senator. That's yeah. Well, uh, so exit polls for states that Biden won, including Massachusetts, Texas, and several southern states uh, that helped catapult him into the front runner status, found that while more young voters went to the polls this election cycle, do they um, they did not show up at the rate they did in 2016 so the this is all this is all everything is talking about including like blaming us for it which is probably fair but 
We need, you know, one of the things that Sanders was criticized for in 2016 is not talking enough about dis, uh, voter voter suppression, right? Particularly in the South. Why are we not connecting this immediately to suppression of young people? Particularly, we saw we saw the college towns in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And this is every time. This is not this time, right? There's always in every Southern polling station, pretty much hours and hours wait. Um, and especially at college towns and people have been saying for a long, long time that that's intentional. That's like a Republican strategy in the South. Um, and voter ID laws specifically yep. prohibit, uh, student IDs as a form of yep. photo identification. So I mean, yeah, there was that, there was that guy, I think I'm sure you guys saw there's, there's a guy in Texas who waited seven fucking hours to be able to cast his ballot. I did see that. I, my polling station is two blocks away from my house in a church, and it has never taken me more than 11 minutes to do yeah, the whole thing. Same. One time it took me 30 minutes. Wow. So I used to <clears throat> live up in Saginaw, and my polling location was not nearly as uh, easy as that. And used to. That's why I was very excited about uh, no reason absentee voting, actually, um, until I actually voted here in Lansing. And I was like, oh. It's mm-hmm. not like this everywhere. But yeah, my, my polling location, it was 45 minutes, hour, like, on average, about yeah. uh, in Saginaw and, and Flint wasn't a better. So. And a, a lot of people are. That is, I think, some. A lot of people are used to that, particularly people who have been voting for decades. Um, but in those areas too. Yeah, I think I'm, I'd be curious to know if it's getting worse. I mean, it's probably getting worse since they're like shutting down polling locations constantly. I think it varies um, from state to state. But even if it is a turnout thing, like it, if you, that's what voter suppression is, right? Like if you make it hard and diff- and annoying to vote, then young people are not going to do it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, something that's not talked about, and it's something that, um, you know, because I, I I see a lot of these uh, older voters, um, you know, chastising young voters for like not turning out, and you know, you know, I I don't think that they understand that like when you have a candidate who's getting you know 70 percent of the youth vote um and has now for two cycles in a row uh and the party is systematically working against that candidate in both instances i don't think that people are factoring in how demoralizing that can be for Mm -hmm. young people i mean you can't tell people like the only way that you're going to make change is to go vote and then also when they support a candidate that's, you know, advocating for that change, tell them that that change un- is unrealistic. Yeah. Um, or, you know, because frankly, if you keep doing that and you keep showing that, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's been demoralizing for me. I, I, I feel like every time it, it's, it's awful being in a party that's actively working against me. Like it, it, Say it, it sucks. A political machine. Yeah. <laughs> a political machine. Yeah. It's speak on it. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, also, I mean, I, I'm told that the the very young people already have a fairly pessimistic disposition about the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I a lot imagine. of nihilism. Why would that be? <laughs> yeah. A lot of nihilism in the uh, youth community. And, you know, when this is what they're given in terms of electoral politics, it's it's not... It's not weird to think that more people, after watching what happened in 2016, I know, I know for a fact, this is, I mean, it's anecdotal, but I know for a fact there's people that I've talked to that voted for Bernie in 2016 that are going, it's going to be very, very difficult to get them out for 2020. And their reasoning is, look, I did it last time and they fucked me and I don't want to get fucked again. And, and 
I mean, you know, like you're actually like you guys are just like reminded me of something that I saw on Twitter, like this clip of Katie Tur, and you were like, we were talking at like this Bernie event that we were just talking about earlier about how like uh, you feel like the media is probably going to prop up Bernie a little bit because they want to like see a close race between like Bernie and Biden. They're going to be kind of like, so I feel like they might be going using they might go at biden on climate change honestly maybe to even signal to like the democratic party like hey guys you know maybe you guys should be like you know doing something that would be like really good if they like start going at biden on climate change really hard because katie tur was going at rob reiner it was actually it's pretty funny like hey uh yeah like the sign says that you know like we gotta like stop all these fossil fuels like in this amount of time and you know joe biden isn't like advocating for that whatsoever he's like yeah well well, you know, Donald Trump. I mean, I think that there should honestly be not like um, Sunrise has done a good job so far this uh, cycle of like bird dogging candidates and getting them mm-hmm. in situations. But I think that actually from Black Lives Matter to Sunrise to every action group that's out there that wants change that we're all fighting for, uh, they need to be bird dogging Biden nonstop. I saw the, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of the, the veteran that got into a dispute. That was yeah. dope. Like if that keeps happening to him everywhere, then we might get some, some, I, some change. I want to agree. It's hard with to you. not, co- it's not, it's hard to not cover those like, uh, dramatic, like high-profile moments. Like, I mean, even against Hillary, they there dude. Was... He intimated that he lost his son in like uh, uh, military service. Yeah, and he no, he, he didn't. Like, obviously, it's a, once again another lie that he's caught in. Like, so I think um, constant pressure on Biden is also something that'll be. I just feel like a lot of things keep happening to Joe Biden, and yet. I mean, uh, yeah. He forgot Barack Obama's name today again. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Again. That, that is that is power. Well, you know, Barack Hussein Obama has a very normal, you know, forgettable. Like, yeah, forgettable. I swear Joe to Joe Six Pack kind of name. No, I swear to fucking God, like, if those people in that fucking event who, like, f- heard, like, Joe Biden forget Obama's name, like, end up voting for him, like, Honestly, I'm kind of like losing faith. I might just like move. <laughs> I don't know. I think forgetting Obama's name is like the best thing that he has done in this in this campaign. So this this race is uh, just uh, in, so entirely different from what it was like literally like a few days ago. Mm. Um, it's I mean, as we've said, it is basically Bernie versus Biden now. I'm glad it's no I'm one else matters. Biden. And I was I was nobody else is in well Kelsey's in as of this morning the only other person who matters is bye bye. Right. Mm, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. I, I just I just think that like this is actually if they were gonna do this, this is probably the best case scenario. In that, like, I think it would have been really, really difficult for us to go against uh, Pete um, if they if he was the one that everyone consolidated behind, or maybe even Amy. But mm-hmm. like, we get to go against like like the dumbest, like most like cognitively dysfunctional candidate, which I think we can probably use to our advantage. Why do we keep my 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 only counter to that yeah. is that uh, Joe Biden the one strength that Joe Biden has and it's propelled him along so far is his ability to uh, draw African American voters. I mean it's very real. There's no denying it. He's right. He's doing a phenomenal job at drawing them out. So I mean he basically he I mean in so, in some areas he like did better than Bernie in California and other areas Bernie did better than him. I mean it was it was closer in some of those states and southern states are right. going to be terrible for us. 
this, but at the same time, it's it's the my my biggest fear is that the coalition that Biden is currently building, and it's not nearly as strong as Hillary Clinton's because there's sex of it that she had more in lockdown uh, last time uh, than Joe Biden does. For instance, um, uh, Latino community or Latino community, for instance, uh, last time was I think Bernie was getting like 29% of the vote and he was losing the rest. Uh this time it's it's he's flipped that on its head. He's um, getting like 50 to 70 now. Yeah, yeah. So and and if that trend continues that'll that'll help buoy him, but we there's there's no doubt about it there there has to be uh inroads made with uh the African American community. I mean, it's not going to happen young... if he's not going to campaign in any like largely black states. I know that you've heard this criticism before, but he is doing it again. Right, uh, like he's not, not not going to like right. South Carolina. Like we all know why. Like, we all know that he's well, not. Well, no, he did he go to South Carolina. The, he was in South he's Carolina. He's not going to like Mississippi, right? Times. He did go to. He has gone to Mississippi. He has gone, but right. So like he canceled. I don't know if this is true. I just saw that he had canceled. He did. Events he in did just cancel. He did just cancel. So and I get it. We get it. Michigan. We don't have that kind of money, but. Honest to God, it's not black people aren't voting for Joe Biden because he is Obama's friend. They're voting for him because he comes to their rallies and talks to them. Yeah, he shows up. And he is one of the only ones other than these billionaires. Right? I, there was a there was a big, um, uh, you know, I guess, dispute within the uh, Bernie Sanders camp. And one of their big things is they didn't want to go to black churches and meet voters there because they thought that that was like. Um, kind of patronizing and that, cause that's like, you know, it's like, it's where all politicians go to meet. Um, oh right. but here's, but here's the thing <laughs> is you have to go where the voters are. Right. And like, if you know anything about the history, you know that like, there's a very strong connection between the church and politics, especially in the African, African American community. So like, I think that they need to start going in it. Like, um, I was kind of disappointed, you know, somebody pointed it out and, uh, you know, we, we gotta be, we gotta be real and we have to, like, we can't just, like, gloss over what happened on Tuesday and not learn from it. And mm-hmm. the one thing that we need to learn is that we need to do better African American outreach. And, um, I was disappointed that, uh, Bernie, uh, didn't go down, uh, to do the Selma, the Bloody mm-hmm. Sunday. There was the, the, yeah. and, you know, I think that would have been a great opportunity for Bernie to, I mean, because, like, you know, he might not have gotten the praise that Joe Biden would in that same room, but him being in that room matters. And fucking Mike Bloomberg went, you know, like we, we cannot ignore these spaces. And I, I like don't want to say this. I think I was talking to some of you about this before. I, I watched um, some of Biden's speeches, those kind of Southern black electorate victory speeches, and they're the way that he spoke after winning South Carolina, I think it was South Carolina, or it was before winning South Carolina, when he left um, whatever other state, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, and I, I mean, he was still himself, but I thought that that was one of the best speeches that I had seen him give. He was relatively genuine. Um, you know, he was saying things that I hadn't heard other people say about... Um, he was trying to humble himself. He said, he yes. didn't. Ta- I don't want to take the black vote for granted. Right, exactly. Which, he know. was being extremely respectful. Um in in a way that made absolute sense why you would vote for him. Yeah, if and you were there. And you know, I, I saw the um, I don't know if you guys saw it, the uh, Obama um, Bernie ad, which is is really great. Yes. Actually, I actually thought it was a really good ad. You know, um, my on that. genius shit. My biggest problem with it is that he shouldn't have waited. That's something yeah. that you yep. absolutely have to release before you run. You release that before South Carolina. You run it nonstop in South Carolina, and then you run it in every single Southern Black state that there is. You like if Michael Bloomberg is running ads with Obama, and people aren't like 
And Obama's not coming out and saying, like, I want that ad down. He's not going to do that with Bernie. Like, uh, yeah. so there was no there was no loss and there was everything to gain. We would have hated it, though. If he had run that ad a couple weeks ago, I don't ago, think so. So like, here's fuck, the, I would have hated it. I would have been like, fuck this shit. We don't like Obama. I we don't. So, but I mean, it's it like would be smart. It's like grade a normie bait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing yes, is I don't know about you all, you all, but I. I don't see camp like the only way I see campaigns is if I look them up online. I don't see them on TV because I don't have cable. Like if we're being honest, there's a way to run this campaign where your messaging can be completely different online to young people, and it can be completely yeah. different on on, on cable. And re- in reality, it can be the same Bernie because there's a Bernie out there that fights for the left and he fights to push everything as left as he can go. But there's also a Bernie that's willing to compromise to get things done. And he's more moderate and he's like, I mean, it's, it's the truth. I mean, he told me that before I wasted my time. He, uh, he, you know, he worked with Jim Clyburn, like who's very conservative to expand the ACA and rural communities, give rural communities $11 billion. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, sure. The hardcore left is not going to necessarily like it when Bernie comes out with those things. But I also don't think that the left's also going to like they abandon been him. Like, on Twitter, they would have been like, "This is the stupidest thing he ever do- He ever did." The and then white it, what working it, class will never vote for him now. Yeah, and then I think that um, they would have all been proven wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> Twitter is not real life. Yeah. So uh, I know that that Ricky's been excited to talk about this. Um, uh, I guess I, I I want I want to know from you guys who does who now that Warren is gone as of as of this morning uh, who does she endorse Mm-mm. if at all does it's, she even endorse bet, at all I made a bet uh, champagne drunk Tuesday night um, <laughs> I bet one of our fellow organizers the a very pure of heart woman I told her she said I think Elizabeth Warren I really believe in her and I think she's going to endorse Bernie and I said if she endorses Bernie I'm going to buy you dinner. Oh, no. Um, and she said, well, if she, he doesn't, in, if she doesn't endorse him, then I will buy you dinner. And I said, I would not make you do that. Cause that would be sad. Right. It's just not going to fucking happen. Right. I, it, I don't think that she's going to endorse Bernie. Do you guys think there's any possibility she'll endorse Biden? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? I, I think there's a possibility she endorses Biden, but I think that's a possibility that only exists after he's clinched the no- nomination or at least the plurality to the point where the delegates can't come back. But I, I actually, um, I'm probably, maybe I'm a fool, probably, but uh, I'm actually somebody who thinks that Elizabeth Warren will come out and endorse um, Bernie. And, and mostly because I, I don't know if you, did you guys, did any of you guys watch her, um, speech. I haven't seen it yet. No. Um, wait, wait, and her, I read it her was, statement. She said there was something interesting in the statement as well. There, it was, Are you talking it about was, the press conference she had like in front of her house this yes, morning? Okay. Yes. Uh, there was a... Um, it was it was very policy oriented. It was all about like, look, we need to cancel student debt. We need to have Medicare right. for all. And you can't in good conscience say you need mm. those things and right. support Biden. No, I and think there's a the signal. His, there's a the signal history. going on. Um, but... Here's the theory. I have. I don't know where this originated. My husband brought it to me on the way over here. He said, I read on Twitter that people are saying that she is going to go to Biden and say, I'll endorse you if you push these platforms. No, no, there there has been. Um, there was a, uh, I think it was a political article maybe, that was um, about kind of like their in unity talks, like negotiations. She's going to do that. But, she, but apparently she's also like doing those talks with Biden. 
which mm. is something I've heard. Sorry, that is what I meant. Is that the theory is that she's going to endorse Biden if he agrees. She'll say he told me that he will support Medicare for all. That's now. that's that's what I call a mixed signal, right? I think she so, would do. Yeah, I mean, that's I think Elizabeth she's Warren. I, so so I feel like I feel like that's more of a negotiation tactic. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. That she's just a good political operator, and oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a realistic. Uh, that's a realistic too. Uh, um, the results of my phrenology test have come back. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, no, seriously. She, I feel like, you know, she, she is sending those signals like that Zach was talking about. She says like this fight's not over was like the last sentence in her like uh, Twitter statement. Um, you know, like, I think she will endorse him. I think she will, because I think that she does want to try and salvage her, uh, progressive credentials here. Um, I, maybe I am being fantastical, but I imagine that she uh, is not totally oblivious to the way that the winds are blowing, and that... The, toward the guillotine? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so she's begging for her life. R.I.P. Chris Matthews. Another um, another signal is the fact that uh, all of her surrogates um, are slowly... Yeah. Like uh, Addie Barkin um, and a few others. Sierra Rao. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of her surrogates are moving over to Bernie as well. I mean, Barkin was like sort of a Bernie fan before, though, right? It was mm-hmm. extremely controversial when he in- and endorsed her. So, so Alex, Matias, and Zach all think that Elizabeth is going to endorse Bernie Sanders. I'm, ben? I. I know I know this sounds like a cop out, but I honestly have no fucking clue because like I I'm just at a point where I I don't really know what to fucking expect. I think it's either no yeah, endorsement no. or Bernie endorsement, but I don't see a Joe Biden endorsement until it's at like a point where I was with Hillary. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I just I can't. I that, I, yeah. I have a really she hard would endorse time. she will endorse Biden if he wins the nomination or if well, yeah, obviously, like, yeah. you know, so obviously. I just I have a hard time seeing her endorsing a candidate for president who was. Like, largely a very, very big reason why she got into politics in the first place. Criticize. Exactly. Like, she she has been on his shit for a long time for the bankruptcy bill for, for, um, um, fuck, what was, I can't, I can't, what was the other thing? Um, but she, she, like, she got, she started her career in politics, uh, largely because of the shit that Joe Biden was doing mm-hmm. and just the idea that she would turn around and endorse him despite all of that and all the things that she, she's criticized him for. Well, and Bloomberg has also now endorsed Joe Biden. So the idea that Elizabeth Warren and Bloomberg are going to endorse, both endorse Biden. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, I like I don't want to be the, one of the people that say it's impossible because I I I mean I'm in some respects I'm with you as well I think it She's could go a wild card. It, it's a wild card and honestly like if everyone thought that it was a shoe in for Bernie Sanders this endorsement wouldn't mean nearly as much but because people are like who the fuck is she gonna endorse I actually think it gives it more weight right yeah it, it does like I feel like. Elizabeth Warren, you know, just like you said, Ben, she just can't 
uh, endorse Joe Biden for like a myriad of reasons. You know, Sam Cedar like was saying, especially when uh, Elizabeth Warren was kind of upping her attacks on uh, Bernie Sanders, like, why aren't you going after Joe Biden? Like, this guy is like your perfect foil. This guy is like the person you should be running against. If you're going to attack anybody, like, this is the knife fight you want. And he would say, like, before you were a senator, you were at you were at the United States Senate having a fucking uh, fight with uh, Joe Biden. Like those would have been great ads, and I feel like those like the, that footage of Elizabeth Warren fighting with Joe Biden about the bankruptcy bill. Cut it, Bernie. Would be an amazing endorsement video. Would be an amazing endorsement video, and that needs that needs to drop and go on the air in Michigan, in all these states that was suburban states. It needs to go on the air too. It like it, it. I think it would be a huge, huge boom if they did that. Like that would be very powerful. I think it would be good. She's not going to do it. If she wanted to do that, if she wanted to go in on Biden, she would have gone in on Biden when she was still in the race. Right, but I mean, she wants to be his friend. You're all wrong. You're all getting <laughs> duped. <laughs> I think that her political advisors, and she probably thought it herself, that her only shot was the unity away. Yeah, no, but siphoning away like voters from Bernie as well, or she had to like get people nervous on Bernie. Basically, she thought that she could do that. That was like, not I mean, a great some of strategy. this is like, you know, honestly, some of it's politics. Like, you can't have like a super like, you know, thin skin politics like candidates are going to attack one another like mm -hmm. they have to differentiate one another like even like i mean there even can't even in races where like there's multiple candidates that i've agreed with it's like they're gonna make contrast with one another and that's just kind of the way it is so I'm, I'm hoping that um they can just realize that and put the the political history behind so two questions first is does this scenario make the like fabled warren uh, bernie warren ticket more likely 100 uh, percent. i agree actually and second question is how much does her endorsement really matter a lot yeah i think it does matter because her, like, like her I, four delegates yeah so here's the thing 60. i think that there's a lot of people and i think there's something i think there's an under like an underrepresented number of people that actually really really like warren but they didn't vote for but they didn't but they didn't vote for Warren. Right. Cuz they didn't think that Warren could necessarily beat Trump. Now, you take yeah. you take yeah, yeah. you take Warren and you put her on a ticket yeah. with like Bernie Sanders and suddenly, you know, maybe maybe she that could be That truly would be the unity ticket. It would be And and it also brings it brings over the like biggest constituency we we need right now, suburbia. Like we need, I think it helps. It with sucks, suburbia. but we need the goddamn fucking yeah. Panera vote. I think vote. it helps with suburbia. The, I, the Panera vote. Yeah, I think Panera it. Vote, you're I right. think it helps with suburbia. I don't think it completely takes it. And like you said, yeah. those are blue people. Those are blue, no matter who people. Those are people who are going to vote against Trump. That's their primary urge to vote. It won't matter who's at the top of the ticket, right? So it's like, in the we're in the primary though. So, like Elizabeth Warren does give bernie credibility in the suburbs that's why she's important mm -hmm. i don't think that she would be a good um uh asset for like the uh the you know like running the ticket with bernie sanders i yeah, think that she... that needs to be a younger it needs to be a younger preferably like black or like uh Latino a woman, woman of color a, a woman, woman of, of color. color right i'm i me personally i'm kind of hoping for um a uh, bernie rashida talib one state solution just, ticket she <laughs> 
<laughs> sure. Okay. So, I, I mean, that. okay, I, you know, I think um, I would rather have Warren as the vice president than in the cabinet because I think she doesn't, you know, the, we, as we've seen this century, the vice president can be very powerful or not powerful at all. So um, she doesn't necessarily have to be ruining everything because I, yeah, I, I think she'd be that. an extremely powerful VP. Yeah. Well, I mean, mostly yeah. because of what her, I understand a lot, a lot of Bernie's like strategy were he to be uh, elected uh, president relies quite a bit on the vice president. Right? Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, because he's he's uh, not going to die, but he might die. Well, and because of the but... fact that uh, it's the vice president that decides the rules of the Senate and they decide what can go underneath reconciliation. Exactly. Right. And you, that's the big that's the big thing. That's why that whole filibuster bullshit like doesn't matter. If you yeah. if you're if you have the presidency, you get to choose the rules of the Senate. So. Yeah. Um, I remember when he first brought this up and people were like, he's just another Trump. He wants to over, over abuse executive power. Override norms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harry, Harry Reid could have done it and we could have had, you know, way more judgeships than we have now, but instead he waited and let Mitch McConnell do it and now they did it. So it's just like a, Failing of to understand understand power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, fuck the norms, right? Yeah. The norms kind of yeah. suck. So yeah. let's let's shake things up. Zach's really Zach is correct though. I think the Democratic Party uh, pretends to not understand power because actually using power would threaten their power. Mm-hmm. Yes, their power isn't derived from governance. It's derived from um, being in a position to run against an opposition party. Correct. Yep. And that's what gives them paychecks. They have found a way to monetize the two-party system. Who would have thought that that could have worked out? Huh? <laughs> Damn, we can bet on being the losing party every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Very there cool. like a funder of like a Stop Bernie pack or a big tent? I think pack or something like that. And like one of the funders is like this guy whose lobbying firm like gives money to the Republican Party. Probably. There's no, probably yeah. like a several people in Washington that. Well, there was uh, one of the um, superdelegates that was uh, organizing the uh, the stop stop yeah. Bernie movement within the superdelegate ranks. He's a Democratic he's, superdelegate, and he in the, he's, he's a, a GOP giant, lobbyist. Yeah. That he's a Jew and like bundler. Yeah. So uh, the, the party faithful folks, the party faithful, <laughs> and Joe Biden got Fred Upton in like. Uh, Metro Detroit elected. Not Metro. Is, is it? No, Fred Upton was over on the west side of the state. Over oh, never in, mind. They're over there. <laughs> over in Kent County. He, he definitely yeah. contributed to his election. So the, the next Democratic, Democratic debate is um, March 15th. Which the Ides of March. The Ides of March, which unfortunately is after the Michigan primary. Uh, but... I mean, it's it's going to be two candidates on the stage for the for, I mean, for the first fucking time. It's going to be just two candidates, Bernie versus Biden. What is this shit going to look like? This oh, is Bernie really is good. going to awesome. go hard. He I think I think his campaign and you, I, I, based on what he's doing now, like he is going to hit Biden on every single thing and he's As not he going to stop this is you're right like um i don't know who said this but you were right i think biden is a good foil he's a better foil than some of the like younger neo smug neolibs that dropped out they're more yeah. nimble they can yeah. they can they can fend off some of bernie's attacks in a better way yeah and they, they, they strategize their bad policies that didn't look as bad amy's mom jokes and just like dominant energy would have destroyed bernie Sanders. i, I strongly <laughs> agree like it would have been tough to watch 
much. Honestly. I still think you know Bernie has to make a style choice here, right? Because um, he, we've talked about this. He's not going to win on facts or competency, um, and he's not going to. It's not going to matter if Biden like forgets his name again. Because it has never mattered before. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if he does on a debate I, stage. I, I want to see Bernie well, do a little bit more like open mocking, maybe. Some some Trump style physical impersonations. Yeah, that like, would be great. That, that's the oh, one. Oh, I'm Joe. I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and he I, could do the uh, the, the Jonah Hill face from uh, you know. A lot of this. I, you know what I'm talking I mean, about. I, I watch yeah, I watch videos. I, I watch videos of Bernie from like, you know, like the 90s, like and even even the early 2000s, and he was so much like more like snarky. Yeah. Dude, I miss oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm trying to argue. I'm hoping with these that kids. like he understands, and like I'm, I'm hoping that he understands two things. One, that he doesn't. There's no like he played light and nice last time with Hillary Clinton. Did fucking 40 rallies for her, busted his ass for her. Like endorsed her and everything, and she's still fucking going on like Howard Stern and all these goddamn stupid shows. Good Morning America, like the day before Super Tuesday, and just trashing him. So I hope he understands that there's no reason to be nice with these people. They are never. You can be as nice to them as you fucking want. They don't care. That's just a tool to gaslight uh, yeah. the movement. Honestly, yeah. The t- the 2016 primary between like uh, Bernie and Hillary was like nothing like the 2008 primary between Hillary and Obama. The Hillary Obama primary was like horrifying. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Like Hillary Obama w- went in hard, and so did Hillary. Dude, Hillary fucking put out like the Muslim garb photo. Mm-hmm. That was fucking racist as shit. She's yep. so evil. I think uh, I. W- I would be willing to bet that if if Bernard goes too hard on Biden, there's going to be people on Twitter uh, calling him ableist. Uh, there's already, yeah, that already exists because like the the fact that he stutters. But here's the thing. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that. That pisses me off because yeah, we're I, not talking about a fucking stutter. No, we're, we're not talking, talking about clear like I, cognitive decline. Listen, I, I, hear, I don't I, think that it's a good line of argument agreed. because it is very very hard to prove anything definitively. Even if you play two fucking it's, videos it's back a, to back, it's like, regular as you Genesis. Like, in this one. Yeah, we're no. not gonna win. We're not gonna win that way. Uh, plenty of presidents have been full on fucking senile. Yeah, and and also it is we've had this discussion before on the actually, podcast. That's changing, and like whether or not you think it's like you know better or worse, I think that's for the better. Well, I don't think so. A couple of things. I don't think Bernie is stupid enough as to pull the the senile Sleepy Joe card, right? I don't. I don't. I think that in case that would, he goes senile, no. I yeah, mean, yeah, but also just I think he would. That's what he a wants vice president to, is He for. wants to look good, right? Like he wants to do it like sort of upright, right? Like he doesn't want to be like it'll be on policy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. Bernie. Bernie will cause no, that. No, I'm not saying Bernie should do that, but yeah. we shouldn't be well, off limits of it. I don't think we should stop calling him like unhinged, deranged, the fucked up. But I don't think we necessarily like, have to diagnose him. We've been doing that for a long time. It's weird. It's very not, like it's I, just like, creepy. They, it's like, creepy they, they, when all those people are like, um, we have a psychiatrist here who's di- diagnosed <laughs> Donald Trump. The, with, like, the body language episode. Do we not remember the body yes, language expert? Good God. Also, oh, psychiatry is not the same thing. I'm I would doing. like to point. Like some, I know, I know. Okay, no, it's uh, real. It is I guess real. my biggest point would be like 
not it's not, not it's not, you don't you don't hit Joe Biden on the fact that he stutters like you know that's not that's not what it is you hit him on the fact that he voted for the Iraq war and fucking he's lying about like uh, Nelson Mandela and getting arrested there like, exactly it doesn't matter how bad of a stuttering problem you have there's no stutter that's going to force you to say a lie that ridiculous I mean, I well, just think we're living in a fantasy world if we don't think that, like, uh, Donald Trump is going to exploit that. Even yeah, though he that he is like, he's dementia-riddled, and he'll fucking oh, it's do just it. A, it's just a matter so. of, like... Um, but exactly, right? Like, we're not going to win doing it. Donald Trump might, but he, you know... It's the difference between a Democratic yeah, primary yeah. electorate and a, yeah. and a yeah, general yeah. electorate. Yeah. I just, like, um, I also do want to keep a norm of, like, not being like, we should definitely put the mentally disturbed man in prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is kind of what the norm is. I, I just don't want to give the guy the nuclear codes okay no, like, I don't, you're conflating but, two different things here he's not like he's not going to like act he's not he's literally not going to be like sleepwalking and then do a nuke right that ha- that's power right that that's all a myth this idea that the nuclear codes are at stake when um because somebody's really stupid is that's just like I mean, yeah, power. no, you're you're right, but I, I mean, think, it, I think I was it gives the more point. of like a figure yeah. of speech. I know, but it's I'm just saying, point. like, and also, <laughs> I don't know. I just none of you. Do you, any of you remember how this happened with Reagan? We had the same fucking conversation with yeah, Ronald Reagan, and, and, and I was like, that's not okay that we had a dementia riddled president who was literally president. was I don't the architect. It, but like, I'm aware that it happened. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so just real quick, getting back to the debate. Um, I, I I'm curious that it, like let's say. Biden gets up on stage and his his brain is as melty, if not more uh, like and he has to get up there and babble for like two two hours he turns into a Gila monster and no goes, imagine imagine the day hey, hey, l- l- let's listen I listen. think it would be great let's so let's say he gets up there and does that and like it's it's fairly clear maybe not super obvious but it's fairly clear that his 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 brain is going down. Yeah. Um, d- does it even really matter? It doesn't matter. Like, do you do you really think that the Democratic electorate, like the Democratic primary voters, are going to look at him and actually have a problem with it? Like the ones, I, I, I mean, we all I think see it. A, I think it's a toss up. I think you'll have some that will will be like, yeah, this is kind of a problem, and I think you'll have some that'll be like, yeah, but Trump's worse, and you'll yeah, hear well, that. You'll honestly well, just hear that Trump's, Trump's yeah. worse. And like, I mean, I'm just thinking like the Republican voters didn't care about how bad Trump was like how how yeah. weird and senile he was they still they still gave him the nomination in 2016 are democratic, though, are democratic voters any really any different in 2016 yes. though Trump was still pretty fluid <laughs> He was still he was still all right. I don't remember actually. I think yeah, um you know I I don't I wouldn't say that like most of Americans are like oh it's elitist to ask me not to have brain damage or something. <laughs> but I do think that a lot of this being like he ha- he has XYZ di- diagnosis with his brain sounds just like regular credentialing to regular people. They're like yeah. okay big fucking deal, right? Like so what you don't have, no, I have stupid XYZ dementia, <laughs> right? Like, right? Like it just sounds like it sounds like an expertise I'm argument. Not, I'm not making people. an expertise. Ar- I'm making an electability argument. I'm not making yeah, an expertise I am too, argument because I'm saying people he has don't the care. Stamina, right? Stamina, though, they do care about stamina. Yes, and Joe Biden, you know, it doesn't matter what you think he has or doesn't. He doesn't have stamina. (laughs) You know, like, for him to be in the fucking hot seat with Bernie Sanders all night long, I think that the only reason that it would matter, like, how he appears in the debate is if it looks like he just can't 
you know, like if he runs out of steam. If he has like a Mike Bloomberg moment on the stage where he's yeah. just like well, that's, obviously that's... losing and it's really bad. If he if he runs out of steam like before the first commercial break or like by the first commercial break, I think that it might matter. It like I don't think that his you know the way that he is in terms of, like the dumb shit that he says and him being old and senile in quotes. I don't think that any of that is going to dissuade people from voting for him. I think that what Bernie says about his record might though. And how he responds. uh, Yeah. Which is very key. Much more important because people are, if he responds in a way that's, you know, decent and able to fend it off, like it won't be an issue. But if he responds in a way that where he gets flustered or he gets off track or he just like doesn't have a good explanation for it, it's that's, that's where he, you know, if he has another, uh, put the record moment on, for instance, like that, that will be, you, you, you talk, you talk about uh, him running out of steam. What, what exactly do you mean by that? Cause in the last debate, he did have a moment where he was like, he was going on for, for a minute and then he just like cut himself off as if he forgot what the, fuck he was talking about and he's he's what he literally says why'd i stop why'd i stop like as if he he has no that idea was, where he's going that was I didn't even his, notice that one that was his best moment in the debate actually was he like stopped and he was like well i don't know what i'm stopping no one else is um <laughs> you know because he's always fucking stopping like exactly when their timer yeah <laughs> like, but he like cut oh himself off so, well, I mean, I, well, I don't know. I it that did not seem like fucking crazy to me because you know. Uh, well, actually, I think that actually benefited him in the last debate only yeah, because everyone else, funny. everyone else, everyone else was kind of like kept going over time and kept like violating debate rules. And right. so when you have somebody who's like, whether rightfully or wrongfully, like following the rules and everyone like, and if, if yeah. like, if, you know, he wasn't the only one on stage that would have been doing that and the other, it wasn't as big of a problem. It wouldn't have been like as obvious, but like with so many other people going over time yeah. and it being such a basically clusterfuck, like him being like, Oh, I'm going to stop. Joe like Biden. I'm going to follow the rules. I think there's some segment of the population yeah. that's like, like, oh, I, I yeah. don't like that. He's that's... standing at the crosswalk, and the sign has the hand, <laughs> and there are no cars. He's like, well, I don't know why I'm not just crossing right now. <laughs> so... I... I think that there's some campaign directive to like have him stop at like it, at time because yeah. they don't want him to like speak Ramble. too much. Yeah. 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 Oh, damn, I don't know why they keep telling me to do that. You know, I actually I got a story too that I wanted to share. <laughs> I told you guys about my like hair. Well, the, we saw this deployed so much this time around where it was like every time a man candidate didn't or didn't stop at his timer, they were like toxic masculinity. Uh, do you see that that one that went around where all the men are pointing and Amy Klobuchar is like silent and <laughs> no I didn't I'm really excited I gotta find though. this one but it's like like that they were like being aggressive or whatever to the to the polite talked over woman who throws staplers at her employees <laughs> anyway I have an important question Matias made me think of this is Joe Biden charismatic um yes, yes. Actually, I think so too. Yes, I think slightly, so too. yeah, slightly. In a very weird way. It's two re- certain sects real... of the population. I think. I think he does yeah. really well with older voters, and he does really well with black voters. Uh, those I are think like, he's a little bit like. Uh, I don't he think draws he, me in a little. I don't think he has the same. Well, he has maybe, some, maybe. Some mystique. He. May, there is like a um, a character. He has like a personality that is very humanizing in a way 
that is kind of surprising. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, actually, you know what? He is probably a very nice person. Um, and, you know, I think that probably I, I am totally speculating but you know i imagine that joe biden probably connects with a lot of older black voters because you know he is like of their age and was probably like one of the least least racist white people in his like graduating class openly racist white people in his graduating class or something you know or at you know he was like the most comfortable around black people and he's really i mean he's honestly very comfortable you can Uh, tell like he like like him campaigning like in new hampshire and iowa was very different than him campaigning in south carolina him and him and pete are like night and day yeah i mean they can they're Yeah. yeah like honestly very night and day but you know that but you can tell that he can speak to like having been witness to the kind of discrimination that they experience, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you can obviously Old say Jewish the same. Jewish men can't, right? Uh, yeah, no, the Jewish man who like fucking marched with Doctor King. Well, I think that's something. Uh, can go fuck off, you internationalist uh, rabble rouser. I think that's honestly. Uh, I think you bring up a good point in in that like Biden has done a pretty, I mean, not great job, but I would say decent job at like humanizing himself and bringing himself down into like a uh, you know as an actual like you know person. And um, I think that's something that Bernie, like when he announced his campaign, he did a really good job of of that. And like he explained like his backstory about like, you know, living in a rent controlled apartment, Mm -hmm. having parents that, you know, were living paycheck to paycheck, how his mom wanted a house with a yard and a picket fence and stuff like that. And how, you know, she died before she was ever ever able to get that um, at a young age. And I think that in, in, you know, his story about um, his family being, you know, persecuted in the Holocaust um, in, I think if he, if he can, I think he needs to open up and utilize that story because there's, there's, there's only so many people you're going to win over with, with, with policy. If I'm being honest, there's only so many people that, that are going to vote on the green new deal and Medicare for all. There's some people that want to vote for the guy that they can have a beer with that they can see themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, relating to. So I think that if he, I think that there's two things that are going to be key in his, going forward one he needs to go hard on biden but in a way that's not necessarily hard on people that support biden um which is a very difficult thing to do um and then and secondly he needs to he's human himself humanize himself Mm -hmm. and open up and be more um just you know like vulnerable vulnerable he should have answered that new york times question when they asked him if he had ever had his heart broken (laughs) (laughs) i am it is i'm sorry it just occurred to me he should have honestly now that now both new york times endorsed candidates are gonzo baby (laughs) they fucking suck oh my god owned the failing new york times can't even get one goddamn endorsement right they flubbed it twice. It's pretty. They, don't uh, they always? Aren't they always wrong? Am I wrong about that? No, well, they're, they're pretty much always wrong. wrong this time. Yeah, they're pretty. They, uh, 2008, they endorsed Hillary. Like in yeah. 2016, nice. they endorsed. Well, actually, they endorsed nice. Hillary in 2016 too. She ended up winning the nomination, but yeah. She, so yeah, you, you guys saw that uh, earlier today. Our governor here in Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, endorsed Joe Biden. Do you think that's going to have any effect on the race on <laughs> Tuesday? I don't know. I think it'll have a little effect. I mean, it, it comes down to once again. I think the people that are the people that look at uh, Whitmer endorsement are like yes are the 
fucking same it's those suburban women voters that you know showed out in large numbers to uh like the women's march and mm-hmm. have been activated by anti-trump sentiment and oh, so yeah. i think that in in those circles i think that a whitmer endorsement actually does have an effect well um, i'm hoping to. that and that you know it's it's hard to say because there's so many people that are she's just, pretty unpopular outside of that like political segment yeah, that like, i feel like that's a small sliver of I don't people think it still is. 45 year old white women vote they, and, they and they now do. more than like honestly like you know pe- people keep talking about how our coalition has shrank in uh since 2016 and in large part it's not that it shrank it's just that the the pie got bigger and our slices got smaller uh there's a lot more people like mm-hmm. you're talking about like those people those people didn't used to vote in primaries they just wait until the general and then they'd vote for whoever but now they're all fucking pundits that think that right. they know who's the most elected they are dead beat on getting Trump, and so they need to play a, more of a role in, in primaries. Well, a lot of them are very MSNBC-brained, too. Are we talking about 45-year-old white women? Yeah. I read something from uh, the late 60s the other day, and they were talking about how the new, the new core voter was a white woman in Dayton, Ohio, whose husband works for, uh, I don't know, like a factory, right? Like, so cool. it's the same thing, right? This mm-hmm. has been true more so for the Republican Party, but for also for the Democratic Party for decades. It's, a, it's, it's just a, different now. You it's know? a very I mean, much swing demographic. The same demographic flavor. went, what, 53% to yeah. Trump in 2016? And this is, this is as old as the Republic, right? Women, I mean, we couldn't vote, but like women are always supposedly like the kind of heart of our democracy, right? The, the, the ones who do the real voting or whatever. The ones who sewed the flag. Something like that, yeah. It's many iterations. Um, and they raised their men to vote the right way and all that. And things like that. I was at the most recent Women's March rally with R- Whitmer and the... Yeah, there were some chants Did for I... all of them. For... Uh, I think feel like Debbie was there. Do like they all these still women. Have those hats. There were a couple of the uh, pussy hats. Yeah, like chance for Gretchen. I think, of course, Alyssa was most popular, but. Uh, oh, she also endorsed uh, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, oh, yes. I hate That's her so much. He's, I hate her so much. She really does make him look like a progressive candidate. Do you guys? Yeah, she does. Oh, did Haley Stevens follow suit too after uh, Bloomberg dropped out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's followed. I haven't heard that. I hate you. Probably. Do you do you guys think there's any chance that uh, Attorney General Nessel will endorse uh, Bernie? That I, would be dope, uh, actually. She's probably it's very unlikely. I, she's getting fucked over, right? So I can imagine risky. she'd probably stay neutral. Yeah, no. I, don't she would, I don't think she'll Biden, endorse Biden. But Biden, he's there was yeah. something. Uh, I mean, if 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 she endorsed Biden. Uh, there would be there would be a, a massive amount of rage. You saw people you saw the shit that people off. were saying to her when she made a positive post about Pete Buttigieg for saying uh, that he thinks that Line Five should be shut down. Well, people she, like Michigan, like uh, progressives in Michigan, there was a decent section of them that got really fucking pissed. Yeah, I think, um, and honestly, like. It's a harsh criticism, and I think there's there's obviously a lot of like it's blown up. You know, in, in a lot of respects, talking about like how you know the Bernie bro argument, but I think there's there's some truth to that. I think, and it's 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 a balancing act because I also don't want to like tone police people because I also understand that a lot of times that these people, the reason that they like freak out and like have so much anger is because they have so much on the line. Mm-hmm. So like it's not as simple as like to them, it's, you know, to other people, it's it's easy to be like, well, you know, we gotta all be nice. We gotta, you know, we have to, you know, yeah, build coalitions and stuff like that. But when they have so much riding on the line, and you have people that don't have health care, don't have a house. Yeah, let people 
be upset for Christ's sake. Um, yeah. It's it's hard to tone police that, but it's also it's it's that can be true, and also it can be true that um, there is some truth to the fact that you know you get more you get more uh, with with honey than vinegar, and I think that you you if. Um, you know, Nina Turner always puts it in the light and her, her thing has always been hard on the issues, soft on people. Um, mm. because if, if, if you really care about these policies, the reason that you care about these policies isn't just because of your own self-interest. It's because you understand that these policies are going to affect other people and they can impact their lives. And the people that you're talking to that, um, that you may disagree with, uh, on a candidate or on an issue or something like that are, um, just as deserving of the things you're fighting for, even if they disagree with you. Yeah. I mean, at, at the core of this, this is about deplorables too, right? Because mm-hmm. the Bernie bro is also the deplorable, right? And the, the core of that argument is that people who are assholes on the internet don't deserve healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who are assholes on the internet, as well as, I don't know, serial killers, Donald Trump's children, they all deserve healthcare. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Yeah, true, no. Um, but especially the Bernie Bros. Right. Well, we are just about out of time. But I actually think Ivanka shouldn't have health care. <laughs> this is a slippery slope towards means testing. Yeah, uh, universality, baby. Come on. Come on. Okay, so like I said, we're, we're just about out of time. But before... You really think Don Jr. needs health care? <laughs> I, well, I think he needs dental, dude. No, both, of you are, both of you are Never grounded. Mind. My bad. Turn off their mics. Actually, Adeline. Eric does need some Medicare for all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let it out, Alex. I have a five-minute riff for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. Um, so, before we go, I just wanted to say the Michigan primary is in five fucking days. It's in five days. We need everyone out on the fucking doors this weekend. Uh, this weekend is uh, the beginning of GOTV. We need to get out there and hit as many as we possibly can. I know that a lot of you have been really down in the dumps the last couple of days, but we we absolutely fucking cannot give up now. This was never going to be easy. It was never, ever going to be easy. Uh, there was always going to be periods of time where we were going to feel shitty or we were going to feel like there wasn't any hope, but... I, I mean, you have to fight through it because otherwise we were we were never going to win fucking anything at all. We just don't be don't be a coward. Don't be a baby. Come on. We need everyone out in the field. So if you live here in Michigan, uh, you need to go to events.berniesanders.com, plug in your zip code, find canvases near you and go out and hit the doors. There are so many people out there, so many, so many registered voters who don't even fucking know that there's an election happening. So you need to go out, find them, talk to them and tell them to vote for Bernie fucking Sanders. We have to vote in fives, people. You need to bring four people to the polls. Like we need to make sure you vote. We, the only way that we're going to win this election is if youth vote increases to more than it was on Super Tuesday. Like, we need record-breaking turnout for youth votes. So, I mean, get your fucking friends, get your, the people that say that they don't care politics, don't care about politics, like, like, you know, do what you have to do. Like, get I, a big white van, drive up to a high school, and ask everyone who's 18 to get into it. Hey, seriously though, download the Burn app, text literally 
everyone in your phone. Text everyone in yeah. your phone using the burn app. Literally every single one. Everyone do that. If you go yes. out, knock on doors, you know, take a picture, post it on Twitter, post it on Facebook, post it on the State of the Revolution Twitter, post it on the State of the Revolution Facebook, and, uh, you know, we'll shout you out. You Maybe you can come hang out. Do like record with us even something like that. <laughs> talk, talk, talk to people. Talk to people in your uh, family and talk to your friends and make sure that everyone has voted or is going to vote or has a way to get to their polling place. Yeah, yeah. If you can vote early, go do it. Um, there's going to be lines, if you, mm-hmm. especially if you live in uh, the Detroit area or any like really urban areas where they are notorious for closing down polling locations and making people stand in lines for a long time. We passed Prop 3 for a reason. Please, please, please take advantage of uh, absentee voting. You can go to your right. clerk's office right now and you can uh, vote. If you've already voted and a candidate that you voted for dropped out, you can spoil your ballot in Michigan. So um, if you want your vote to count and you want to um help shape the future of this country please go vote for bernie just remember guys two there are still two thousand nearly two thousand five hundred delegates that are still up for grabs like two-thirds of this country hasn't even voted yet we only need to win uh uh three percent more of those in order to beat biden that's right we're still in this we can still win this thing it's coming up in five days let's fucking do it anyway uh to close us out uh here is uh here's our tribute to uh, the career of Chris Matthews. Rest in peace. This is an important chair sitting here I'm in right now, this hardball chair. I believe if Castro and the, and the, and the Reds had won the Cold War, there would have been executions in Central Park, and I might have been one of the ones getting executed. And certain other people would be there cheering, okay? So I have a problem with people who took the other side. High heels are a big part of this for some reason. I, I, maybe it's the, your photography, but you, women look great, of course, but you're always shooting the legs, shooting the, the, the shoes. So now you're in a wind tunnel. You look great, by the way, in the wind tunnel. Your legs get caught in this. Everybody's looking at your legs, looking at the shoes. Well, I never saw anything like it. Uh, it was the Roman Coliseum. Uh, the uh, It was boxing in the 1950s. You wait for the other guy, Carmen Basilio or something like that, to get a cut over their eye, and then you keep punching the, the cut over their eye over and over and over again. And that time we rented a farmhouse along a country road in Bradford, where I played a piano much of an afternoon all by myself in a summer stock theater, even if I didn't really know how to play a piano. Mike, you want to weigh in here as an older fellow. You find her to be a physically attractive woman. I find her, I wouldn't put her on, well, she doesn't pass the Chris Matthews test. I hope you're going to miss me because I'm going to miss you. But remembering Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca, we'll always have hardball. So let's not say goodbye, but till we meet again.